Welcome to Be a Refuge, a podcast from the Refuge community. Join your hosts, Kathy Escobar, and me, Joe Douglas, as we share stories and interview friends about the wild and wonderful community life that is the Refuge. We're always learning, unlearning, dreaming, failing, and practicing together. Pull up a chair and grab a coffee. We're glad you're here. There's always room at the table. Well, welcome back to Be a Refuge. We're here. Just springtime is starting, kind of. <laughs> we had an 85 degree day, a 75 degree day, and then like snow this week. <laughs> but whenever I think of nature, I think of a couple of my friends who are here with us today. And Kathy's going to introduce them. I um, am excited to have this conversation about nature heals at the refuge and um, are engaging in the natural world together in community. And so Teresa Cardoni, who is the coordinator of nature heals things at the refuge as part of regular refuge community life. And then our awesome friend that we've known forever, it seems like now you can share a little bit more how we met. Um, John Mikowski. Did I say it right? That's perfect. Okay. Thank you. Um, from Transforming Creatives. And um, that has been a collaborative partner. You'll hear a little bit more about what Transforming Creatives does. Um, but we've been partnering together on Forest Church um, between all of us around the circle for, gosh, three years, I guess now. Is that right? Um, and so... so together in community as best we can, kind of bringing all of our unique perspectives. We um, have been nurturing these spaces for people to really connect with God and souls and each other outside. And I just want to say this before we hear from both of you is that I found some pictures. I was going through refuge pictures. 2006, we started and April 1st of 2006. And I found a picture of uh, the first refuge hike and it was in El Dorado Canyon, Teresa. Um, and it was this big family hike and there were just a bunch of people and the kids were young. I mean, it was 17 years ago. So they were little, they were playing in the creek. And um, so we did multiple things like that in a very uh, limited way, I would say from the very beginning. Um, but a chunk of years ago, and you can share more of the timeline, um, we had an intern come. It was a pastoral intern. Her name is Kelly Drury. And part of her project was to do a six-week God in Nature project. And so she created six summer experiences. And one was an outdoor labyrinth. And Teresa walked up showed up for the first time so tell us about that and what that was like and then you know kind of where it led today and then we'll come up to real time where this last few years um john has really partnered on forest church and their their community and we've all kind of merged together for this nature heal stuff okay um yeah i was kind of stalking the refuge a little bit and i want to say do you remember what year kelly was there was it 2016 or 2017 I think it, yeah, it was, I think it was before. I think 2016 was such a terrible year in the world. And yeah. I think it was before that, but. Okay. I um, I don't remember, but it was definitely before 2018. I was like trying to find in my email how long ago it was. Anyway, Kelly was an intern and 
I had been stalking the refuge Facebook page because I wanted to come, but I didn't know anybody and I was just all eh, about church. So uh, then she posted that she had this six week thing and that one, the very first one was a labyrinth. And then there was like a hike around uh, Sawhill Ponds in Boulder, um, several different ones. And it was like on Wednesday night, I'm like, I can totally do that. So I just showed up. <laughs> Kelly was like, so how do you know Kathy? I don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> just here this is what you get when you post things on Facebook people show up <laughs> so I did um and I loved it it just spoke to me because I had been having a hard time with church and knowing that I wanted spirituality in my life and it's just funny that when I first moved here I went to an Easter sunrise with my sons the church in Boulder that my son used to go to and I just said, why can't we always have church out here? This is this is what speaks to me. This is what feeds my soul. And then now we're having church out there. <laughs> I love it. So I, I just try to arrange hikes. I tried to do more in the summertime, but I haven't been doing too much lately. Um, but I just try to like make sure that at least once a month we get together and get outside, um, that we just have something outside-ish to do nice well and how did the two of you connect I don't know how that all happened actually I just know that Kathy asked me to come play music up in the forest <laughs> but I don't know how it all I maybe was involved but how did it all start with John you connecting with Teresa and Kathy and all that you want me to take that yes um boy I don't even remember how it started. Someone's <laughs> going to have to help me out on this. I don't know, because I know you guys did a summer session of these before we got involved. Um, and it seems like, Kathy, you and I were talking about it or something. There was some dialogue there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'd love to be a part of that. I'd love to just uh, show up and be among the trees with other creative souls and, and see how I could support that. And, um, I'm, I'm a person who's done forest bathing for years. I've, I've, um, just an avid hiker and just, um, yeah, it's always been a, a place of healing and clarity and focus and, uh, rejuvenation for me. And, um, and so I just said, hey, can I show up and bring some creative ideas alongside or at least just uh, come and listen to the wind in the trees? And uh, Kathy said yes. And so we just began talking. Uh, I mean, I think she sent me a copy of the liturgy and I looked at that. And I, oh, I love this. And um, what if we did this and bringing some art elements in and et cetera, these kind of, I do art installation things uh, separately. And uh, so bringing some uh, a little pieces of that have been uh, just uh, a privilege for me to get to do for the community. But Kath, I don't remember I, I have how we no, started talking about this. I really here's don't. what I do know. Okay, so this is what I do know. And I think you're right, Teresa. I think it was 2017. That sounds right. And when I was just, I just looked up something. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. And then in 2019, um, 
we got beauty heels. So that is a retreat house. It's a, a community retreat house up in Golden at a Golden Gate State Canyon Park, Golden Gate State Park, right there. Yeah, sorry, I know somehow I'm saying it wrong. And so it's there. And the whole thought was to, the thought was, I wasn't thinking Forest Church. That came from Teresa. We were thinking there's two acres and we built a contemplative path and in a place for people to engage outside so we had water heals water sports empowerment for the soul this is jose my husband jose and i's nonprofit. we've had that for years and and we were empty nesters and we bought beauty heels in 2019 in july and then our son died just three months later and so that was super traumatic because our whole lives got turned upside down and then Four months later, it was COVID in 2020, five months later. And so it was such a weird season. And then we had this spot to be able to do things outside when we needed to be outside. So that was how, and Teresa read something and it was something you saw and it said forest church. So we were already doing nature heal stuff once a month, contemplative hikes and labyrinths and a few things. And you're like, it would be so cool to do forest church. That's how it started with your thought. And that's how it got named. And then I think we practiced that some that summer was 2020. And people yeah. they, the place you would we would wear masks, but then we would kind of take them off when we were by ourselves. Away from people, yeah. Yeah. And then John, I think I did you come? Did you ever come? Or did you just I feel like you came to one or something. I don't remember. <laughs> all I mean, know, pandemic fog. We all, right? <laughs> yeah. all I know is that when you said we would like to be part, Teresa and I were like, yes, because the part that she was nurturing is it, and what you brought is what more creative ways to engage during the time when Joe, you're playing beautiful music in the forest with your guitar and djembe and so like that was like a piece is john and transforming creative which is dedicated to supporting artists and collaborations and things that keep you know keep helping people create in different ways um it was like this natural thing so that started in 2021 but we knew you john way back when, I don't know when you first came to Denver, but um, it was before the refuge facility. It was in the Grange. And I want to say right. like 2012, 2011. Yeah, we came in 2011. And I think I think we just showed up randomly one day at the <laughs> Grange or something. And, and there was like food and wherever there's food, I'm like, hey, this is home or, you know, some extension of home. And so, um, yeah, but I remember it being just a real creative kind of gathering time. And then somehow we stayed connected as we began to um, really work in the arts and culture sector there. And then we did a group show in uh, kind of the first quarter of 2012 uh, in the tennis and cultural district in Denver, uh, where we got uh, 14 or 15 artists together and uh, created kind of a contemporary retelling of the Stations of the Cross. And I know you came and 
brought a bunch of other folks from the refuge. And so I think from that time on, we began just exploring from time to time uh, what we might do together. And these intersections have emerged and, and Forest Church um, is um, just part of that great narrative, I think. So fun. So fun. Man, I I'm I went to your space at some point downtown, John. I don't know mm -hmm. if you want to talk about that at all, but I know it's kind of a, a closing chapter, but um John's just yeah, really no. has created a lot of really beautiful spaces around town and and I think, you know, we had a podcast ar around the topic of art, but I think there's so much about art and nature that are synergistic, you know. Yeah, without a doubt. And we, um, you know, prior to that, that's a community called Converged Denver. And we started and ran that for about a decade. Um, prior to that, we had started something at our house called Food for Starving Artist Dinners. I mean, everything we do is around food. I swear it's uh, just a sickness uh, in a good way. Um, but yeah, we started that. We just actually put an ad on Craigslist saying, hey, we love the art that's being created in Denver. want to support the creators when we can come to our house and eat. And strangers knocked on the door and we let them in and sat at our table and soon we weren't strangers anymore. And out of this ongoing uh, conversation around the table came this concept of uh, this uh, gathering space, this workspace, this soul care space. And... Um, Lo and behold, we ran down that path and created something uh, in, that was launched in 2013 that ended up uh, serving hundreds and hundreds of uh, creatives directly, like as a part of the community over the years, and then and really thousands kind of in the ripple effect of that. And we did just transition out of that at the end of last year, but it was the most amazing time and the most amazing community uh, and it was indeed something uh, that we we received as much as we gave from these creative folks over the years so it, it was a, a gift to be able to do that but as well it created this uh, network of artists and creatives that um, we continue uh, to work with in ongoing work that we do and um a good bit of our work is really centered around the intersection of art, nature, and spiritual practice. And so Forest Church just fits perfectly in that. And it's a privilege to get to show up uh, in that space. And I think we've had some of your, your artist friends pop into Forest Church from time to time. Musician or artist I think friends. we have. So that's kind yes, of nice. I think we have. And more planned for this summer, potentially, by the way, just so oh. you know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes, we love it. And I think that that's kind of the juice of that collaboration, Forest Church. It's like everyone kind of brings a few people that are connected in the network. And that part makes it more rich because it the nature heal stuff that the refuge does a lot of different people can come but it tends to kind of just be us you know people who are somehow loosely connected to the refuge 
And then Forest Church, we see people that we don't necessarily see at some of the regular nature heal scenes because they're connected to um, transforming creatives or converge or some of our friends from some other churches that have a few people that invite friends. And so like that part is, I think what I extra love because it's a little like a stool. You know, if you take out one part, just like is lopsided, it falls over, but like the three, the, 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 the core yeah. three standing, like what helps it stand. Yeah. And I think that's the power of the collaboration that happens. Yeah. There. Yeah, indeed. And, and that, that coming together, I mean, people come from, they drive for this. Um, they drive because there's very little like this uh, around. And so I know there's some folks in our community who've driven from Castle Rock all the way up to your place, you know, in Golden, um, which is amazing to me that it's actually in Golden because it's got to be like on the fringes. It's got to be Netherland almost, I would think. But uh, but yeah, I mean, people, is there's just something unique about the uh, experience that draws people uh, to the space and, and to the community. What's been the most favorite thing that you've done, um, Teresa, like nature heals, like this stuff. There's been so many things now because it's been a chunk of years. I mean, that was 2018, really. She left in 2017. And then by 2018, you were nurturing some of these things. Like, do you know the stuff you love the most? Or, you know, like share just a little bit about what that's like for you. Um, well, I just... I just love being in nature, right? Um, I do love the labyrinths. The labyrinths are just special. They're quiet, um, contemplative. Um, it's funny, we just did one not very long ago. We tried to do one, I think, during Lent. And as soon as I got there, I was like, oh, I wish Joe was here because the one time Joe came and played guitar during the labyrinth walk, and it was just beautiful. So. Someday we'll get you out there again. <laughs> um, I do like that, but then I also like just hiking and um, we do some hikes out from NCAR and Boulder sometimes, and then just around uh, a, like Sawhill Ponds around there, just easy stuff. I had some ideas for, for going further places, but like, there's a there's a lake I want to hike to in uh, in Rocky Mountain National Park, but it just it takes more logistics and planning and you know carpooling and a whole day, whereas we can just go do a hike in two hours in the morning and be done. The other thing is the Easter um, Easter sunrise. Um, last year was the first year that I think we did it as part of Nature Heals, and we. We were just out there. Um, I think we maybe read a couple quotes, which is usually what we end up doing. We just go like, I, I might have something on my heart to say like, okay, just take time to listen and notice what you're seeing in nature. Because I feel like if you do that, you're going to get something out of it. My my John Muir quote, by the way, was is, is this. In every walk with nature, one receives far more than he seeks. If you just want to get outside, that's fine. You want to get outside. But if you get outside and pay attention. One time I was out there and I heard these two bald eagles talking to each other. 
I had no idea their voices are so gentle. Like I would think they'd be fierce, but they're not. <laughs> so they were just sitting on top of this telephone pole talking to each other. And one was sidling up closer to the other one. It, 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 that's just a little example about the stuff that you see in nature that you just don't expect. Um, it's just gorgeous. Can you read that quote um, again? In every walk with nature, one receives far more than he seeks. Mm. That, ain't that the truth? Right? <laughs> so true. Every time. I mean, that's part of it. And it's so simple. I mean, that's the part I want to say. Forest Church has a little bit more juice in that we just kind of have a template for a liturgy. And, you know, John thinks of these amazing little stations that are simple ways to engage and bring some of the things. But the truth is, is that the simplest thing is available mm -hmm. always. And then our little nature heals when we go. And it really is just being outside. It's exactly. like all you need. I know. That's why when you asked me to do this, I'm like, what am I going to say? I just go outside. That's that's all. Because <laughs> I, I feel like I don't have anything to say. Because it's so simple. I don't really do a whole lot. Uh, you know, I read a lot and I'll find things, you know. Um, Mary Oliver poems are one of my favorites to share, you know, uh, just stuff like that. Um, but this year at Easter, um, I had done something during the pandemic on my own Easter Sunday, I was at my parents' house and, um, I had found this church of the wild or wild church liturgy online. And I said, I'm just going to do this by myself. And it was just the making of this little earth altar thing. I, I, I sent that to you, John. I think we'll do that maybe one time at Forest Church. Anyway, it just, I just remembered it. And I said, let's do that for Easter sunrise. I had no idea how cold it was going to be out there. People, do you want to be walking around in the slush or the snow or the ice? We, I didn't know. So I said, we can just be still and do this little, um, it was just a sweet little gathering. Um, and it was neat. And I got a text afterwards from one of the people who were there. And she said, that was one of my favorite church services in years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm so happy. She said, thank you and happy Easter. And I was like, mm. that's awesome. If that's what people get out of it, then yay. I love that. Uh, yeah. Kathy and I did an episode called small is plenty. And I think simple is plenty. You know, we yeah. overcomplicate things so much with regards to church and spirituality and spiritual formation discussions and connection. And like, so, I mean, having one of the best experiences of someone's life, just being with other people, connecting over simple words, connecting in nature and the vastness and remembering your place in this vast, wild world in a beautiful way, in a humbling way, like it's so simple but it's like it's who we are and it's what we were knit to remember and we just overcomplicate things so much these big productions and stuff you know it's so true and I think we have to like I'm so glad that more people are engaging this way and there's more things the wild church network 
is a piece and there's wild churches and gatherings and stuff in some different places. And um, we're part of that through Community Heals, Beauty Heals and get the, the information. And and then Church of the Wild, that that book, I can't remember the author. You guys probably remember the author. I can't off the top of my head. Victoria <laughs> Lawrence. There you go. And um, yeah. so it's so good because more and more people are gathering but my I'm just gonna say it out loud because we're just on be a refuge but I just hope that over time that it doesn't get produced because it's it it it, we do tend to do that we humans we churchy people tend to do that and so I really hope that that doesn't happen and what I love is that Nature will be just fine. It'll speak to people no matter what, you know, all those things. But I I do kind of see sometimes these things like take hold and then they get um, kind of comp- more complicated than they need to be. And we don't really have to do a single thing except for just get outside together and notice what we see and feel and get in our cars <laughs> drive home and get to hold on to some healing, especially in our relationship with God, because so many of us have just our healing from that. So like this, that is what I love about the nature heal space is that it helps people kind of break through some of those barriers to connecting and because it's so inclusive and so wide open. Yeah. It's, I, I love how nature kind of, pushes back on human production in a way, in so many ways, you know, because you think of, we're surrounded all the time by so many things that are human scale and and they might be, you know, lovely things and great design and our beautiful artwork or whatever, but we go out to the hills or the trees. It's a whole different scale. It's a whole different history of, uh, of, uh, of success, if you will, that nature has. And, um, and so when you get out in it, you, um, like you were saying, Joe, there's a humility to it. Um, but it's a, it's a humbling in a, in a, in a beautiful way, in an invitational way that says, Hey, you're a part of this and we're a part of each other in this. And so, um, how how do we show up and spend time uh, in this place of simplicity, in this place where we might be awestruck and and be changed by it? And so, um, yeah, I yeah, I'm with you. I think there are, uh, and that's always been a challenge for me uh, in in coming out and, and bringing contemplative uh, installations or immersions or something. It's how not to try to outdo what nature's doing, you know, how do we go with it? How do we use the, 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 the movement of the trees or how do we um, show up and listen or engage or, or touch, touch what's physically there uh, that, that sometimes we stay away from because it's, it's dirty. You know, we don't want to get our pants dirty sitting down and we're like, sit on the ground, pick up these rocks, you know, that type of thing. Um, uh, yeah, to your point, Joe, is so intrinsic uh, to who we are as humans, but we've forgotten that. 
because we've we've built a world at human scale that um, we love and it um, calls for our attention constantly. Mm, yeah. I was listening to this uh, TED talk by an indigenous um, activist and she was talking about how during the pandemic when everything shut down and nature started to like regenerate really quickly, which gave me so much hope for climate change. Um, how some people were saying, oh, it'd just be better if humans weren't here because we just ruin everything, which is fair in some ways. But her challenge was, and I'll see if I can find this and send this to you later and put it in the show notes. But um, her challenge was talking about how indigenous communities worked with the land and would do controlled burnings and would right. do different things that would actually regenerate and make both better. And so that that impulse that, you know, either we we dominate or else we shouldn't be part of it at all, but like that we can actually have a, a beautiful, mutually beneficial relationship where we bring in that beauty. Love it. Yeah. Jared said um, he was an outdoor lab leader and everyone here in this circle, I just want to say it out loud. You know, one of his quotes was everything is better outside. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, it's not lost on me. I want to name this that in a, a community that has a lot of people experiencing homelessness, that that's a tricky one, but I, mm. I hope everyone can kind of stick with the meaning, like what it really means. And that is everything is better outside in nature. Um, and that something does happen. I was so blue this past um, Saturday. I was just in one of those hard places brief and weird and I just said I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna go walk around the lake with my dog and I felt so much better I right? did and it I really got... does heal right yes nature heals it does mm. absolutely yeah well so any how are we on time Joe I think we're ready for our rapid fire questions if you are unless you have any other burning comments or questions yeah can you guys do is there anything you want to add experience it with us is what uh, i want to say to who's right? ever listening man just um show up in in however you can and just be with us among the trees um, it is incredible what it does for the soul Yes. And so the best way to do that always is you can go to the refuge website or uh, Facebook page and on our calendar. And if you go to the, the on social media, Instagram or Facebook, there's a registration link for each gathering for Forest Church. And then there's always a graphic and a way to RSVP to Teresa for Nature Heals. And so this was the first time that we did Forest Church over the winter be um, because of John. And transforming creatives really catalyzing that and um Teresa and John team up on that and that was fun and a fun experiment and then we'll be back at Beauty Hills this summer for a few months and then just keep on playing so look there for those things and um and then I just want to say about transforming creatives check it out because it's transformingcreatives.org and um learn more about some awesome um, ways to gather in community that they've got going too. And if you're not nearby, but you're interested in starting one of these things, get in touch with us too, because we are happy to share liturgies and resources and the treasure trove of poems that Teresa's collected over the years. And, you know, so you don't have to start from scratch. 
um we want to like and we didn't either we we you know we stand on the shoulders of giants like john muir <laughs> so mm -hmm. i love that yes. it's a folder we'll share it with you yeah however you need i would love to do that all right friends ready rapid fire here we go what is one word that best describes the refuge for you um home hmm hope filled love it um i keep connecting with the refuge community because dot 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 they um, let me there's a there's a great creative energy there that i love and so i can show up and feel normal with my creative energy among these other creatives. And um, yeah, so that's a gift. What about you, Teresa? Um, because of the relationships I've built, um, it, it's, it's just easy. I don't have to go somewhere and try to like make new friends because I am like, I, I feel so very fortunate that I found you all when I I had only been here a few years. I moved here like full time in March of 2014. Um, so you guys were like there and, you know, just took me in and said, oh, okay, now you're here and you can do this. And I'm like, yay, because I've always wanted to do that. So perfect. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Number three, the most irritating part of the refuge is. <laughs> or one of the most irritating parts. Oh man, I should have watched an episode to the end to get some ideas for that one. <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, it's so it's so far for me. It's a long drive. Oh. <laughs> so I I need you to move closer to me where I live. So if you'll take care <laughs> same, of that, I'll same. be less irritated. That would make him be even farther from me, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you have any irritating thing, Teresa? Come on, you got to have something. Um, no. And my irritating thing is, okay, I know how John's saying, like, everything is around food, and it's always around food with the refuge. I'm trying really hard to eat healthy, and there's, like, a lot of unhealthy food in my face sometimes. <laughs> That's fair. It's true. We had, like, more desserts yes, on Easter than we had fair. regular food. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, last rapid fire question. Being part of the refuge in whatever way, if that's the part we love everyone's connected in different ways has helped me blank it's helped me have hope for the church honestly i just love what you guys do and the space uh, that you've created and you've stayed with it through thick and thin i've seen so many church startups come and fail and you guys have just stayed at it with open arms and so that that encourages me for the future of church yeah i was gonna say it's helped me to feel like i have a spiritual home mm -hmm. i love that 
Here's what I think. I think let's do our last, um, our last little closing thing too. And then let's end with this. And we don't normally do this. This is weird, but it's perfect for today. And I, I just think <laughs> let's read when I am among the trees by Mary Oliver as our close close. And we can each, there's four of us and we can each read four or five lines. Um, but before we do that, ours is just, I'm leaving with a little more or a little less dot, dot, dot. And, um, and just in the simplest way. And I, I can start and just say that I'm just living, leaving with a little more hope, honestly, for just like what's possible together outside in community spiritually. So more hope. I'm leaving with a little more um, joy and just remembering. And also it helps that it's spring because I'm like, okay, we get to get outside now, you know? So yeah, it was, it was a long cold winter. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm leaving with excitement for, I mean, we had anywhere between a dozen and 30 folks show up in winter for Forest Church and snow and just, it was incredible. And so I'm encouraged uh, to continue to sojourn with people into the summer uh, as, as it gets uh, warm again among the trees, kind of like what Teresa was saying. Um, and I'm just grateful for simplicity, feeling grateful for simplicity. Love it. Okay, so um, let's just go in that order. I'll start and then we'll go Teresa, John, and then um, Joe, if you can just whatever, wherever we end, maybe just three or four lines of this um, poem that is in our liturgy sometimes. It's definitely in our repertoire and I love, I love the end. This is our amazing um, teacher and guide, Mary Oliver, when I am among the trees. When I am among the trees, especially the willows and the honey locust, equally the beech, the oaks and the pines, they give off such hints of gladness. I would almost say that they save me and daily. I am so distant I'm... from the hope of myself in which I have goodness and discernment and never hurry through the world, but walk slowly and bow often. Around me, the trees stir in their leaves and call out, stay a while. The light flows from their branches. And they call again. It's simple, they say. And you too have come into the world to do this, to go easy, to be filled with light and to shine. Thanks for listening to Be a Refuge. For more on The Refuge, go to therefugeonline.org and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. May we all keep finding ways to be a refuge for others and embody healing in this wild world. <laughs>